0: This is Getting Past Subtitles. I am Sean Peel.
1: This is DK Lee.
0: And this week is it. This is the last week for the war theme series that we started on. Last week we talked about Admiral Yamamoto. And this week we're concluding with Ichiban Densha Gaheshita. And um, interesting one. Very different from the rest that we did. I think it kind of, like, followed, actually, like, the trajectory of we did Last, because Last was a biopic, technically, but more, mm. definitely more, like, on the film fiction side, and this was just, like, a hardcore kind of, like, biopic with, like, you know how you watch TV, and it was TV, like, other TV movies that play, and it's, like, history on, like, the Civil War, yeah. and it's, like, these guys in costumes, and it's, like, blends sort of, like, those fictional elements. Yeah. I mean, Japan definitely does it better. <laughs> it feels like it feels like a constructed film mixed in with like this is based on a true story. Um, so this was that. Um, yeah, expectation wise, I didn't expect it to be this hardcore and sort of a true story than it was. I mean, I, I knew it was a TV movie going in, so I knew that it was gonna be short and different, um, like structurally than a film. But I thought it was just gonna be kind of like just a fiction based in World War. Uh, too but um, apparently so this movie I think this movie came out came out in a 2015 and I think it was um in like commemoration of the 70th anniversary of the bombing of Hiroshima um, hence the title the uh, like 70th anniversary uh the first train I think is the English translation or the first train ran yeah so yeah what is uh some of your first impressions in this
1: um it's certainly a a lower production it's a tv movie yeah (laughs) Yeah. lower production film Mm -hmm. um but i think with the elements that they had they were able to kind of create something that is able to tell kind of the story on the ground of the people that survived the bombing and their efforts to restore the city I mean it's a very simple story if you think about it. It's not like 100%. some crazy yeah, uh, elaborate story, but I think um it's still a story worth telling. Yeah. Um to remember those people who were able to muster up the strength and courage to uh come together and, you know, rebuild a totally destroyed city um, right. from a bombing that really no one has ever seen before since
0: But this was it. This was the beginning. You know, like
1: (laughs) it was interesting to see how they portrayed it and the different elements that they decided to portray. Um, But it also like left me with more questions, I think, Mm. as to like what exactly (laughs) like outside research. Yeah. Like what are exactly kind of like the ramifications of the bombing and like Mm. like just like how much people really suffered. Yeah. Because I do feel like this film um I maybe it was because of the ratings or something but mm. um didn't show as much of the um
0: like destruction yeah the destruction
1: like, and the yeah. death and stuff like that it's very i'm guessing i'm guessing it's because it's probably like it's a, a limited budget <laughs> no no also probably like the rating on tv is probably different and they probably maybe. uh yeah able yeah. to like like TV, show all yeah, of yeah. the you know
0: gruesome like, yeah that, yeah I mean, they they had like a bit of an extent, but like, I mean, this is very, this is
1: PG 13. It's not, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not anything that's like over Mm. that. But uh, I'm guessing it's part of the ratings that they had, right? The TV ratings that they had to follow. (laughs) (laughs) Because I know, I know, (laughs) I know Japan's pretty strict on those things. Like the level of like, you know, blood that you can show and stuff like that. Yeah. So,
0: yeah, I mean, to that point, too, like the movie is very niche. Um, Right to the, um, to the story and what it is like it, it definitely focuses through and through on the uh the tram system and um and the electric and company yeah yeah and like just two like these two specific stories of like the guy who transfers and then is kind of responsible for getting the electric and the railways backing up and running in that town um and then with the uh the student that is uh, doing it as well yeah and it, and it just kind of like doesn't really talk about or like really just kind of neglects in a way the overall catastrophe that uh Hiroshima had suffered from
1: right it really just focuses on that on those two and, yeah and kind of what its role was in pla- in
0: yeah in helping the out the city. right and it does like does like a little bit of you know she loses both of her friends and then like the guy dies and etc but it's not too specific or heavy on it yeah and it's like the story's like all right let's keep going <laughs> Even the girl, too. She's just like, oh, they're dead. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> exactly. Of, yeah, a little cold there. So, yeah, in 1945, on August 6th, uh, Hiroshima was bombed by the first atomic bomb, um, causing mass destruction throughout the city. Um, like, over, over, I believe, like 100,000 casualties and people died. And, like, plus more, like, numerous more because radiation poisoning and things that nobody knew about back then. So back then, in nineteen before that, 1943, so in Hiroshima, a, a big popular part is the railway system. They have, like, these trams that go through the city and they transport everybody instead of, like, buses and trains. That's their main transportation for the uh, public. And so since all of the boys are off to war and are being stationed everywhere, um, the women start taking up the workplace into factories and things. So one of the ways that they worked were... Th- driving and being conductors for these tram systems. Um and so in 1943 the Hiroshima Railway Company um initiated a school the Railway Company School of Domestic Science and so or home, home economics. Um and so basically schoolgirls would go to that school and they would both study and work and they would work as again these conductors and drivers for the tram systems. Um and so this the movie specifically follows um a specific girl uh what's her name I'm going to have it written down uh Amada-san Toyoko Amada uh Amada and then, like her two friends that are part of the school and are working as well and then a guy who's like um Aki- Oh wait wait no no, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> Matsuda yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. A- Akitaka Matsura I mm-hmm. think um yeah so Matsuda he's like a government worker and then he gets I think he leaves the government sect to join uh the basically the railway company, and so he's like there's like super underworked over in the company, and so he's like I think he's taxed with to rebuild the whole railway system, and this is before the bomb hits, and then the bomb does hit and everything gets destroyed, and then he's kind of tasked to basically like keep on the same thing as like now build it from like scratch and so essentially. All of Hiroshima is, uh, Hiroshima is destroyed, and there's only like a very small, like I think like one and a half kilometers of like track on the ground that's still usable. And so, three days after the bombing, the uh, tram system starts up again, actually. And there's only like, I think I read that out of the hundred and like twenty three, no, no, maybe I think like out of the hundred twenty three trams that were on only like a few were remaining or maybe have it backwards or like quite a number of them and only a hundred remained, but there was like very limited and they only traveled for like that one half of the calm Yeah. And so he, then he starts to basically rebuild the city and add more lines and then add like the, the electric system in Hiroshima to get power throughout the city. So kind of like this story of rebuilding it as well as combining it with the story of, um, Amida as she is, kind of forced to do her job and the school like is completely destroyed and so basically the school doubled as a um like a field hospital yeah. for the wounded and injured um during for the civilians but then like later on the school never is like they decide to like quit it altogether like they're not going to rebuild the school and so she was so was like minorly injured so she's one of the few to like get back to work it's about her, like, working, and then two of her closest friends, Sachan and Yechan, are, like, severely injured, and one dies. Well, one gets, like, really injured, and then her mom comes out of, like, nowhere, and then <laughs> and she, like, basically disappears. <laughs> She's like, her mom took her, and Yachan's like, sickly and dies, dies yeah. out of nowhere as well. It's like, we can assume radiation poisoning. We're just gonna put that there. And then they burn her. Um, and then, yeah, she gets back to work, and then kind of like super traumatic like ending of her taking a bath in the river kind of thing um and so yeah that's pretty much the story mm-hmm. uh what do you think of that i guess the ending so sort of like in a third you guess
1: start from the ending <laughs> well like it,
0: it just ends weird though right like it's mm-hmm. not like it doesn't really tie up well i mean it nicely. starts
1: weird too like but i feel like it starts nowhere
0: like it starts it starts after the bomb, directly after the bomb, when the tram I mean the first movie goes.
1: itself, like it just it just drops you into oh, yeah, the that. tram and you're like, there's no, there's not even like a title card. There's no like, yeah, but it redeems hey, it like it gives you the <laughs> exposition here. afterward,
0: you know. I know, but it's just very like, it's very te- like it's kind of expected. has no chill. <laughs> <It> has, <laughs> here's a desolated Japan <laughs> and like a ch- a train with yeah <laughs> civilians, people with everybody but covered for in sure, dust. The
1: the um. The ending. Yeah. She just goes into <laughs> the river. But I think it's yeah. kind of like a symbol of like renewal, maybe. And just sure. kind of herself, like as uh, she's like bathing in the river, it's kind of a sign of like, you know, restarting hmm. a renewal, a rebirth of, right, from this ruin and like a baptism. Kind of, yeah. yeah. That's what I got out of it.
0: Yeah, that's kind of what I've kind of took out of it as well. Yeah, I mean, I think it was better with um, Matsuda. So, like he, so after they work on the uh, the trails, what is it? The tracks again? And they kind of fixed up a good amount of them. The next big thing was to fix the electric lines, yeah. so that you can provide power and the uh, top lines that the rails get on. And so like the building is like completely destroyed basically and they have to like redo everything, like yeah. hand wire all the cables and like reroute the power and just, just to get like that building and the main power back on. It's like it's like this big story with him trying to do it with just two other guys. It's like him and like three guys in total basically. It's like some super impossible task. And then like one of his colleagues, I don't I forgot his name, he gets like radiation poisoning. But then he's like you can't keep working. he's like, but my family died in the bomb, so I can't keep working. And then, uh, yeah, that happens. And then he eventually turn on the power. And it's like, it's kind of like basically the end of his arc. Yeah. And then it kind of like wraps up in the school. Once it, they find out that the school is just going to close down and he, he's like, I couldn't see the school, blah, blah, blah. So yeah, I think, I guess it makes sense in that. Like there's not much story besides that to tell, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, but it is very like again like doc. So afterwards, it's like the real life uh, Tamako or uh, Amida and uh, Sachan, and they kind of like reunite as other people. Yeah. Well, uh, apparently, it's based on like real people. Um, but yeah, I think all in all, the movie does a great job of both entertaining and educating. Yeah. Of sort of like uh, Hiroshima, less on the you know sort of, like, the the bombing side, but more of, like, the, the social uh, effects that it had on people and the dynamics of, like, rebuilding that it had on everybody.
1: Yeah. I mean, it was very limited in its scope. Um, yeah. I think definitely because...
0: Super niche. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, it's very limited, but I think it does portray a very small slice of mm. what was going on there, right. which is interesting.
0: Mm. Yeah. Yeah, and to, like, also... I guess the like the attitude towards it, or like how everybody's responses, mm. like especially Amberdez, kind of seems like cold at a first yeah. glance, right? She kind of is rolling with the punches a lot of the time, mm. but I mean, she does have like that outburst of like fed upness when mm. she, when um the teachers like the trams are gonna start up again. Anybody that's on un- injured needs to start working again. Yeah. She's like, but look what happened, and so yeah but she kind of works anyway, and a lot of the people are are willing to you know do their part of the work and when it needs to be done and Some are like well most people are very like prideful about it, you know uh, like with uh is very like headstrong and prideful about it, yeah like to the point of <laughs> neglecting his own family. Right,
1: and that was an interesting.
0: That was interesting. I was like, too. "Worst father of the year" goes to that guy.
1: <laughs> I gotta go work. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Bye. Uh, I gotta <laughs> feed my workers. uh Can I have cucumber. that cucumber? <laughs> <laughs>
0: to the smallest girl too. Yo, his youngest daughter. Yeah, it was like rations are super low, and all he had was like a half of a squash and two cucumbers. And he's like, "I need that.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna need that. <laughs> I'm gonna need
0: that." was <laughs> <girl's laughs> like.
1: I but- don't want to give it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: like, but you love me, though, right? <laughs> this was after he, like, abandoned his kids straight up and he's like, I'm going to be gone for a few days, literally after this bombing happens. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean,
1: I, mean, I understand his, right. where he's coming from. You do what you got to do, right?
0: Yeah. He's kind of the only, like, he, he gets moved over there on his own accord, but he's also the only qualified person, yeah. I guess, to do it, you know? Kind of establishes his very knowledgeable like technician kind of guy he fixes a fan with his eyes closed well i didn't (laughs) that
1: part was so weird i was like why did you need to close your eyes
0: he's one (laughs) with the fan (laughs) Lee.
1: he can solder with his eyes closed i guess it's to show that he's good at those stuff so that very good he's not like
0: just good right he's like masterful so that
1: later on when he needs to fix something by himself He can do it.
0: And then what what was it? Like not once did we see him work on anything else. Like he was just kind of delegating his staff workers. Like
1: that's literally there just to show that he can work with stuff like that. Right. And he's good with stuff like that. And so that later on when he needs to fix the whole electric company. You don't doubt his powers. He probably did it with his eyes closed. (laughs) 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 And no food in his stomach.
0: (laughs) He's starving and he tells people what to do. Yep. Uh, yeah, Um Yes, yeah, I guess. Uh, what did you kind of take away from this movie?
1: Like I said before, like it's very simple. Like the yeah, movie yeah. itself is very simple. Like the relationships between the characters are not very deep, mm. right? Like it's very like surface. It's just level, enough. Yeah. Just enough to kind of move along with the story, right? But I think the interesting part is the implications of what this story is trying to tell. Mm-hmm. So, like, the story itself is not anything crazy. It's not, like, crazy interesting, to be honest, either. Like, sure. in, in the surface level, like, when they're, like, talking, when the girls are talking and then, like, they get food, they're like, oh, I let me, let me share <laughs> it with you and stuff like that. Like, it's, there's nothing that's, like, really crazy engaging, mm. let's say. But I think... The implications of what they're trying to portray of like the different interactions between um, or, the, or the lifestyle of the women or the girls at that moment and at that time. Yeah. And like imagining like in reality of these girls right. who had to work like this and kind of her, their circumstances mm. and being able to imagine that from the film, I think, was my big takeaway. Right. Where, like, the film itself isn't like, it doesn't tell you everything, sure. but it kind of makes you wonder and think about um, that lifetime and that, you know, period and the different circumstances that they might have had to go through. Mm-hmm. And I think that was what made the film good. <laughs> tolerable i was hesitant i was trying to figure out what word (laughs) you didn't want to give it the word i didn't want to use the word good (laughs) i don't like just saying good but yeah it's like cutting the
0: bar close there
1: it made me like think about kind of all the other circumstances going around like even also like i was wondering like if you know since we know about like the radiation and stuff yeah i was wondering like what would happen to them like later on because yeah. they stay there for yeah. a long time. So, I was wondering if... And you know, it's
0: crazy that, like... Like, again, these are based on, like, real life. People. I guess, like, the the friends are real life people. And, like, they're alive. Like, Sachan and Yechan. Yeah, like, they have like, elderly. grandchildren yeah. and
1: stuff. So, th- yeah, I was w- just, like, curious about that, too. Yeah. Like, d- did it have any, like, effects on them? Lasting effects, yeah. And, like, just... Just wondering about, like, how the city also was able to rebuild. Mm. It kind of made me wonder more. Because it... it feels so like simple <laughs> like the way that they started repairing in the movie right right yeah. because it's a movie and you can't really like show all the hard details of- yeah 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 like struggles that they went through and like especially because it's probably like a pg-13 movie mm. they can't show everything so like right. it really doesn't go really deep into the details but since it was like that it kind of made me wonder more, you know, <laughs> yeah, which yeah, was an yeah. interesting effect of the film right it's kind of like they're showing you less, which makes you wonder and imagine all the different things that they omitted,
0: mm-hmm. right, right, yeah, I mean the movie is very based on fact, you know, and it it does a lot to kind of portray like this is what actually happened, you know, even though that it is kind of like a, a scripted sort of movie and yeah. it's in its own um but I do agree that it does do a good job of like setting the stage for the time period and like what we're watching and like in the very specific story of what it is of like how the girls relationship to, relationship to one another and like what school girls kind of were in that time and like what you know they expected in life mm. you know like they were there to work and and to like be schooled and to study and then, like, all they kind of saw was when they were eating the peaches together, you know, like, oh, we want to find a husband for, like, the future. And right. it's kind of, like, the only thing that's that they see, like, in the future for themselves is, like, marrying some, like, a qualified man kind of yeah. thing, you know? And it's a very different, you know, culture and, like, time period and how we kind of think about it. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, that branching off to that weird romance <laughs> with the cool boy. Yeah. With the uh, soldier boy. The soldier guy.
1: <laughs> like. I was just curious, like, why did he want to go take a picture if he's not going to take the picture That was just him, like,
0: what? With her. Yeah. Was he, like, afraid he was going to step on some something? And the picture never,
1: like, resurfaces later on. Like, there's no, <laughs> no, like... The picture wasn't important.
0: It was the fact that he died. They never tied it yeah. together. I didn't even know that he died my first watch. Like, it took me to go back and, like, skim through the movie that I saw the note and it was, like, <laughs> him and then a the flashback.
1: Come on, you gotta read your subtitles. Oh, right? my God, dude. <laughs>
0: It was like a double whammy because, like, he dies and then Yechon dies right afterwards. Right. And it's like, oh, poor, poor Amada. Um, and then she loses her friend. She moves out. She's right. like, peace. Uh, But, yeah, but it does, like, like, all that and even before the bomb kind of, like, establishing all that. Like, like it's, I guess, from, a, like, a story structure point of view, like, it has to set up these things to kind of have this lasting effect, mm-hmm. right? Like, you have to buy into the friendship of the girls and then and there's, like, trauma and disaster and one of them almost dies and the other one like eventually dies and it's like oh you kind of have to buy into this like the uh the trauma and like things that they go through and the same thing with the guy and like you know you can kind of lose anybody and sort of that kind of thematic right you know and the guy and he moves with his family and he's um you know he has to abandon his family to focus on work and so like all these things that are very like base level like said, and kind of uninteresting in a sense or kind of like have to in a story yeah. sense you know because it's like you got to set these things up to kind of pay it off in a way to have a good story um but along the way i more like enjoyed how well it did factually and like how close to the ball it was in like real life so like even to the point of there is like that that bit with like they were wandering through the city at night and then there was that guy that was trying to find his daughter oh, yeah. and then like later on every pays that he's like he found his daughter, likes ashes or whatever, and then I think it
1: was her like lunchbox or something.
0: Like I guess yeah, oh that was food in there. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know I don't what think it was. Her ashes <laughs> looked like a piece of coal. Yeah, yeah. But then he's like, you know, people like you or you know, find the tram very important. It's kind of like based on like a very real testimony that mm. kind of happens in the documentary as well. So like even things like that that they kind of weave in, it's like yeah very crucial to the to the real life story on top of that as well.
1: I like the um the moment when the bomb exploded. The flash. The way that they portrayed it. Where mm. it's like that flash and they're just like, huh, what was that? Yeah. And then like just destruction right after and right. kind of like I think that would be the realistic kind of portrayal of that. Right. Of a bomb like that.
0: It's a flash. Everything's gone. Yeah. And you never knew what happened.
1: Because a lot of times they kind of like to dramatize, dramatize yeah. it and like make it look like, and like right everywhere <laughs> and, and, and like you fly like 50 like <laughs> you're slow-mo <laughs> flying everywhere. Yeah, know? it's like ten
0: minutes of slow mo footage of yeah. everything happening. But really if, if
1: something like that happens, it's like an instant, right? Yeah. Like you don't even know what happens. It like just completely mm. disorients you. Right. And I think they portrayed that pretty well
0: yeah 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 i think um too like i would be also be interested in kind of the the long-term effects as well that kind of you said too like you know nobody knew what radiation poisoning was back then nobody even knew what atomic bomb was back then so kind of the 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 future implications and the the effects that it has on you know not only the people that were there but like even like generations wise and even just the area as a whole like the radiation is gonna leave that place for right. years to come you know what i mean so it's like interesting for just like to see kind of how it happens and you know they, like their focus is rebuilding hiroshima kind of like as a functioning society again but no one's aware of like how bad it actually is at the same time so and that's why moving into the documentary um So, there's a, um, I found this documentary on journeymanpictures.tv, if anybody's interested. It's also on YouTube. I have the title here. Yeah, so, on YouTube, if you're interested, it's like a 30-minute doc. It's called The Emperor's Trams Girls on Journeyman's website. But on YouTube, it's called The Japanese Girls Who Survived the Atomic Bomb by journeyman pictures their youtube channel and this doesn't talk about the girls in this movie specifically but it just talks about the tram girls in general um and that specific story and yeah it's really interesting to see like two kind of they're all like relatively like normal they they, and they remember a lot and they kind of do say to like you know pretty much everybody they share the same sort of trauma and kind of stigma of having to work hard and then losing so many family and friends in that moment, like throughout the years and things. And they, I remember like near the end, like one of the older ladies was kind of saying that she was saying that nobody kind of understood her suffering mm-hmm. in a way and nobody can relate to her and how she felt. And I was talking about the, so apparently there's, um there's like this ceremony where, they put water in a bucket. Did you get that far? No. Did you watch it? It's like near the end. They, they, I guess it was like a commemoration of like the, the bombing. And so they had like, I guess a lot of people that were part of that time and doing it. And they brought like these little water buckets and they like poured the water into like a bigger bucket and they would like bow to it. And I think it was like the water giving ceremony or something like that. Mm. But it's kind of like to say that, you know, a lot of them, couldn't give out water like supplies to the other people that are like severely injured that that they had wandered with yeah. at the time and a lot of them felt kept going back to the theme of like feeling guilty and bad that they couldn't help other people because they were right. too busy worrying about like their own survivability and so then the ceremony was kind of like them being able to like help them out finally yeah as, like as a commemoration. uh so that was like that was really interesting to see mm. very um very special thing for sure Um, but yeah anything else you wanted to add
1: the film is very much about war but it's like also feels very detached from the war like for me I I got that feeling where like the war never really felt like this big thing that's happening Hmm. they were just kind of trying to live their own life right right and I don't know it was a very like interesting kind of juxtaposition of like mm. this war that's going on, and then just like them living, yeah, and then only when the the bomb like drops like it really kind of crosses over, yeah, and like the the problems and the mm-hmm. you know the big you know issues of war really like come into the city and and really affects the city. I mean, big ways. I was, like, kind of hoping maybe there would be more, like, um, things that they talk about about the war and, like, right right after (coughs) Hiroshima gets bombed, like, them talking about, like, what's going to happen to the city as a whole. Because it never felt like anyone, like, there was no one responsible for the whole city Sure. as a whole kind of right <laughs> it just kind of felt like that guy yeah. was responsible for the city
0: right right
1: and then the girl was responsible for the, the trains city. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, was, it felt very like singular in that sense where yeah, like yeah. it was like these two people pretty much shouldering the, the, the weight over <laughs> of the whole city on their own push it was up to you guys kind of, it kind of felt and like that not, yeah maybe it was like that who knows? Right. Maybe that was what they were trying to portray. It was very, yeah, like just that juxtaposition and like the. I wonder how many people were alive to really like help pe- help out, build the city, yeah, rebuild the city, and just like, you know, coming to the senses that there is this destruction and that we have to rebuild.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, realistically, there there was probably like a lot more people. Right. Obviously. Teleport. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. But it's, too, it's
1: limita- there's limitations yeah. as a movie, but...
0: I mean, to, like, get an entire, like, railway system back and functioning... That's crazy. ...is pretty, uh, pretty insane. Yeah. But, I, I mean, I do believe, too, like, the amount of people that actually worked on it is probably not nearly as enough as we would think, either. Right, exactly. it's definitely very slim, as well.
1: A 100,000 people died. I mean, yeah. Or more than, so...
0: And, like, injuries and, you know, all <laughs> those people. And even... Well, like, they did say, too, because... I'm pretty sure that, well, for starters, right, there was only one train after the whole fact that that was running and only for, like, a stop, like, a a short stop at that, right? So, like, probably, like, as many girls as I can count my hand were probably, like, able to drive that at the time. And then, but they did say, like, after after a while, they, like, basically decommissioned them. And then, um, like, people from the military started coming in. They came back. Yeah. Yeah, and started helping out again. So it was only for a period that that happened as well, Mm -hmm. um, which makes sense. But, yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure it was definitely slim overall. Um, Yeah, I mean, I I do agree with you that it is, like, between the topic of war and how, like, the civilian lifestyle was shooting it, they're, like, two separate planes for sure. Even though it's funny to see that that their lifestyle is directly impacted by the war in a lot of sense. Right. Like men and women are like divided and like men are pretty much all boys are being shipped out to like the military, but it's just kind of like an everyday thing to them. You know, mm-hmm. like again, like the war as a whole, isn't something that they're super keen on, I guess. Like, yeah. Not especially
1: like, like the guy, the father's like household. Right. right. Seemed very kind of very normal. Yeah, normal and you know, Right <laughs> <laughs> Except for the fact okay. that they didn't have their mother, but <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: but even that wasn't like right. due to the war, yeah. you know what I mean, yeah, and he wasn't even working for like I mean, he was working in the government, so I guess maybe, but
1: but not technically for like yeah, like
0: it was again, it wasn't like heavily it's like, not
1: specified right, exactly right. what he was doing, and then now he works for the electric company, so it's even less, yeah, so he's calculated. like completely out of that that true, yeah, although they do talk about like. Transporting and making sure that the trolleys work so that they can mm. transport like supplies and stuff, yeah, yeah, but that's still very, like, but like further, far, p- yeah, out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: But, um, what was I gonna say? Gosh darn, but yeah, but like the Japanese people, sort of civilian lifestyle, too, they they seem to be very nationalistic back mm. then as well. Um, even before like the bombing, um, even though they you know kind of focus on sort of their own day to day life. like, overall, their attitude is very, you know, pro-Japan and and pro-nationalist and very keen on. Like, if you watch the documentary, one of them was saying that they're very much, like, learned and stigmatized to hate their enemy. Mm. And so there was, like, a lot of propaganda going on. Um, and things of that nature yeah. but in the movie specifically it, it doesn't really hit on that too much mm-hmm. and even like i said after the bombing it is very much like okay how do we get the city specifically right. up and running again and there's not a lot of bearing of like you the know political who's res- aspect of exactly it. like who's responsible for this bombing or like or even like an emotional response to the bombing and yeah. like you know what i mean it's very lack thereof, and it's more of, like...
1: They never once complained, like, who did this? Why did they do this? Exactly. You know, like, there's nothing like that in the movie.
0: The only complaining is about the train not moving. <laughs> yeah. The
1: train not moving and why my friends are yeah. dead and I have to work. <laughs> exactly,
0: pretty much. Yeah, and, like, it, it all comes down to that and more of, like, the interpersonal uh, effects that the bomb had on people. Right. Like, even with the, co- the co-worker who's, like, Suffering from radiation poisoning, like yeah. he's only upset that like his he lost his family, but he's not like outlanding against like the bomb or like right. political sense.
1: That's why that. I I think that's why I felt the detachment, mm. right? Because the war doesn't really feel like it's affecting them. Sure. In that kind of like, why do we have to fight the war? Or, like, <laughs> like why did they bomb us? Like they uh-huh. never at once say anything like that. Right. So it kind of like draws that line <laughs> between the <laughs> two things.
0: Right. Right. Yeah, but I guess again like going back to it. It's a very niche movie and being a TV movie, I feel like mm. they only have so long to kind of like I do also bear think that. there
1: are definitely um production limitations that uh, yeah. kind of might have hindered it.
0: Right. It's like, "Oh, we can only talk about like we're going to do a specific movie on a specific thing and we only got an hour of air time yeah, to do." It, we only so. have
1: so much resources we can implement.
0: Right. And then you're looking at the script, and you're like, "So you want to do a romance in this? You want to do like families? You want to do like death? Like you want a whole movie? All right, hold on. Yeah. This is no this is no Admiral Yamamoto. <laughs> <laughs> Yamamoto. Uh, yeah, but I I think overall um, it's a very interesting subject matter. Yeah, um, and again, very educating, and one that's like not. Definitely not at the forefront in everybody's, like, history books, you know? It's not widely known,
1: and I think that's sure. really an interesting thing to kind of um, show people and kind of mm. get their attention on. Yeah. Because you never really think about the people, right? Right. Who lived there, who, you know, had to go through that. Yeah. You're and, always seeing
0: of, like, the political big picture. Right, of, the big
1: picture of, like, it had to be done or, like, right. this the war had to end this way or like, you know, all the more big political things, but really like the people who had to go through that Mm. have a totally different idea of what that means. So like, it's kind of interesting. If not, it's showing the whole picture, at least showing us a glimpse of it yeah, and helping us kind of maybe think about it more, Mm -hmm. you know?
0: Yeah. Like the macro, the micro is just as important as like the macro in that sense. Um, yeah, you know, like I mean, kind of common knowledge and things is I mean, we know like women worked during the war because men were at war, but it's very specific to like what women actually did during this time. Yeah. So like what jobs and roles they actually took in and very education too of like just kind of Japanese culture and um sort of like the reaction and everything that goes on with it. Um yeah, I was gonna ask kind of like in relation to the war series that we done Mm -hmm. so like how how is it different from the other three movies that we watched
1: well it's different definitely because it's really grounded on the civilian aspect also the production is a lot smaller (laughs) so that's another thing because usually a lot of war movies require like very big budgets right yeah for Teguki i think that was one of the most expensive one at that time Mm. that they filmed probably that year it was probably the most expensive film that they you know, shot that year, I think. Right. So like, it's really big productions because especially when there's a war when there's battles and tanks yeah. and, and explosions, those all cost money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's all, 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 it's definitely different in that sense. Um, I think the subject matter of really um, exploring civilians mm-hmm. and their role in the war and kind of their um, day-to-day life mm-hmm. Even though it's a very small subset of civilians. Um, and also women, right? Right. Talking about women. Because you don't really think about women too much in war. Right. But this kind of focuses on the girls who had to, you know, deal They're with... the backbone the, of society. Yeah. Had to deal with the aftermath and the problems, the realities of war, so...
0: Right. Yeah, I think... Uh, <laughs> unintentionally... It's interesting that we kind of saw, we got to see a lot of different layers of, you know, of war as a whole that you can kind of talk about in the film. So, I mean, with like *Roar to Victory*, it's very—I mean, it's very action-packed and very yeah. kind of like—it's definitely like the most different kind of movie that we saw on the, on a whole spectrum. Well, I,
1: I think it's yeah,
0: I like if there was a spectrum from like—it's
1: more like fun. Let's watch this for fun kind yeah, of yeah, movie. Yeah.
0: If we, were, like, had a, a spectrum of, like, fiction to, like, true story. Yeah,
1: because a lot of times when you watch war movies, there are different subsections of, like, war right. movies that you watch. Mm-hmm. Some are just for, like, the spectacle. Others are for, like, a little bit more historical. historical. Yeah. Others are a lot more documentary-like. <laughs> and I think we kind of covered all of those. exactly. So I think yeah. that was a very good kind of slice.
0: Coincidence. Wink, wink. It's a
1: very nice slice of... uh. Of, each of the pie. of the pie that right. we kind of tasted.
0: Yeah. A hundred percent. Yeah. With uh Teguki kinda of being like the middle of sort of everything, right? Yeah. And then Anmo being Yamato being um Yamamoto,
1: more like bio, biographical bio- kind of
0: yeah, but like leaning toward of that way in the true story or mm. bio or like reality. And then this one being very kind of in the almost documentary kind of yeah. sense without being 100% right but yeah I think it was a uh, I think it was a good healthy mix when it caught yeah. the war theme um, yeah you want to talk about ratings what do you think of wh- where were you kind of list these four it um, should be easier than the six that we. <laughs> well <laughs> <like> I mean
1: <laughs> it's different because this one I think it's harder to rate actually because mm. it's not I kind of like we talked about they're kind of different categories in in and of themselves right? I wouldn't say like Yamamoto was like fun in the same sense that I would say that Battle for for Victory was fun right right right. like it's a little bit different (laughs) a little bit it would be kind of problematic if I was like oh this is so fun (laughs) you know like sadist uh, (laughs) but it was enlightening to see the different kind of aspects of war and what Mm. that entails right and different kind of nuance of it Hmm. overall i feel like a lot of the films that we watched um were very rounded in showing the good and the bad and the different aspects of humanity Hmm. within war right like the good good parts of humanity in war and the bad parts of humanity in war Mm -hmm. and kind of depicting that overall right so i think that was very enlightening, too.
0: That's something that we definitely talked about a lot Mm during the series, too, is kind of like war and then how war is really kind of like this conduit of bringing out like the basics of humanity.
1: Yeah, because even while I was picking the films, I was trying to keep in mind of that. Right. I didn't want it to skew so much to be just like, oh, this side's good and this side's bad or like, you know, something like that could happen. Mm -hmm. So I was trying to see, you know, find movies that kind of Blurred lines or kind of you know question that uh, mindset, right? So yeah, yeah. With the ratings, yeah. So
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't rate
2: anything. They're on a whole. They're
0: they're on no a whole different categories to write. You can't just mix them together. Yeah. yeah, no. I mean, I definitely agree. They're they're all a hundred percent different from one another, and it's hard to like, kind of scale them that way. And I think they all did. I think I enjoyed all of them. Like equally for what they were, like yeah. like n- like I don't think any of these four were were bad and sort of like the story and like how they were telling their own story. Right. Like I mean, Victory was great as sort of this fun action film. Yeah, takuki was great as like this very like wartime kind of drama. Like yeah, a very a drama, hard drama, 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 yeah. drama. Very like 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 it is very kind of iconic and a very like <laughs> it is a bit hardcore and sort uh, of to be a kind con- like it is a saving pride Ryan for Korea. Yeah, kind I can feel. Yeah. And I remember Yamata is a good sort of, like, easy biopic to get into, mm. for sure. And, I again, like I, like I think I said before, too, like, I didn't think I was going to like Yamata. For some reason, I always, like, neglected it because I didn't think I was going to be too much into it. Because mm. biopics, I don't know, I'm always, like, eh with biopics. Yeah. Until, like, I watch it and I'm like, hey, that was pretty good. So I enjoyed that more than I did. And this one, too, is definitely not what I expected, but it was good. Like, again, it's it was both entertaining and educational yeah and again it kind of like leads you to be interested in more because like i said it it's very simple but there's you get the feeling that there's a lot of details to kind of look into after the fact and so like for me i mean i did my own digging on my own yeah i mean if
1: i had to rate it like just like fun or like just watching it enjoyability i think
0: uh battle war for
1: victory would be like just like in terms of like for a couch movie? For a couch movie, <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of would put that as number one. Right. But I think um, kind of like as a movie to kind of think and digest and like chew on, I think sure. um, today's movie. Yeah. Today's movie
0: is a very classroom movie.
1: Yeah. I, I actually enjoyed it a lot mm. more than I I didn't know what it was about at right. all. So I was pleasantly surprised and kind of I enjoyed it because... Like it's very limited in what it showed and what it told. Right. But like I said, it just made me think about it. Mm. And I think that was probably the point of the film to right. make you kind of um, know about this and be aware of these things and kind of make you maybe wonder a little bit more about these things. Mm. So I actually enjoyed it a lot. And surprisingly, I think Teguki would be my last. And Nyamata and would be okay. my third. <laughs> Um, just because I think those kinds of very dramatic, you know, war movies, I kind of get like tired of sometimes (laughs) it's very draining in a certain sense, you know?
0: Yeah. It's like in a sense of, uh, I I get it. Like I've seen this before. Yeah. And then, you know, you're in for a long haul of a movie. So it's very
1: draining (laughs) and it's a little idealized and portrayed very dramatically. (laughs) Right? Yeah. And so that can have its pros and cons and I, you know, And Yamamoto, it was something new for me, so I think that's why I put it above. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
0: Yeah, I like this one a lot, too, because I think it's very different. I mean, it's very different from the whole podcast that we've kind of, like, select movies that we've seen as a whole, and we haven't, like, we haven't really seen a documentary at all yet, Mm. and so it's very, this one is very refreshing to see Yeah, that it's Kind of like a whole different like genre, like spectrum. Like I've watched. I
1: think as I'm getting older, I'm starting to appreciate more contemplative movies. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Rather um, than just like you know war movies, right? Like or or not just war movies, but like just fun movies. Okay. Or like just just exciting movies, you know? Mm.
0: Yeah, I agree. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I mean we used to watch a lot like in high school kind of like wartime documentaries right like i remember specifically world war ii just being like beaten into my (laughs) school which is why i like i I actually do like world war ii as kind of a topic and it it plays into if you like world war ii this movie is definitely good for you but like just watching world war ii mini docs and like things of that nature yeah just get just got a little old per se but over time it's i find it more interesting to watch them just because i don't know i feel like i have a different perspective on watching it and like i said go back to like macro versus micro that conversation and it's uh, interesting to see kind of both parts of it you know so yeah um
1: definitely there's a time and place for each of these movies i think yeah yeah (laughs)
0: 100 percent. i think that's the key right it's Mm -hmm. like when like where are you gonna watch it or what do you want to watch i think for most people word of victory and Teguki are the two But if you're more of, like, in, uh, in, uh... A little bit more... S- in yeah, yeah.
1: Contemplative <laughs> mode.
0: <laughs> I, don't, uh, I don't know what the word, like, uh... If you're just more of, like, a film head or more of, like, um... I don't know, educational...
1: or like to explore different, yeah. You know,
0: if you want to go outside of your, your range or... Like, look, if you're, like, a teacher, I think, like, this one would be great. You know, again, ed- ed- all the movies just serve a different purpose right and that's that's just the thing to it so yeah but yeah so that would be the war theme what are we gonna talk about next what are we gonna do with our lives now i guess let me backtrack a little bit i had some cool facts here I forgot <laughs> <laughs> so there's like so there's uh three tr- uh trolleys actually that are still around from back then uh, 651 and 652 are two trolleys that are, I believe, still in commission today. I think they're still active and going around. They're, like, re- they're like repainted, like, like, a tan and something else. Mm. I want to say that they're active now, because the last I read that they were probably about to be retired soon, just because um. they're going to be preserved. I know there's a third one, 653, that is retired, and it's, like... It got repainted like I think like the I think they're originally, like blue and something else. Yeah. So it got like repainted to its original colors, and it only gets put to use on like August sixth. That's like a commemoration and things like that. So I think there's three. that could be from what I've read. There's like three that are still around. Mm. Um, so that's pretty interesting to see. Yeah, and I think like six five three is kind of like a like a tourism thing because they give you like history and. Hiroshima and sort of like the rebuilding effort etc etc yeah so yeah and again if you want to see the other documentary uh yeah go to YouTube I think so I I think I talked about this when we did when we watched what was that movie with the the Chinese one with the food
1: um this is not what you expected
0: this is not what you expected I think I said that like food movies are a great way to like get me hooked on it food and music are like the two things that for some reason they make fun movies and i'm like Mm. i'm interested in it for the most part depending on what kind of music with that being said we're gonna do musically we're gonna do music films very specifically though we're gonna do like music in the movie like they have like it has to be subject matter of music not like a ost or not like a good soundtrack it's about like the plot the story has to be music or like musicians or like right
1: Somebody who's aspiring you know, right. to play music. Or, yeah, or like a band. Or, or like, a musical or something like that. Sure, sure. In that
0: vein. We didn't pick any musical, thank God.
1: Mine's kind of like that.
0: Which one? Swing Kids. Swing Kids?
1: It's kind of like that because uh. they kind of like tap dance within
0: the film. Mm. Oh, you know, as so, like... Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Like they go into dance and stuff. It's more like a Disney, like, here's a music cue. Mm, and kind then of. we go into uh, Yeah. So we're doing that... And so for my picks, what well, we already know we're doing, Snoopy. What's your other one? You might as well.
1: Uh, mine is Swing Kids and uh, Secret, yeah. Uh,
0: Which is 2007. What year is Swing Kids? I, didn't read
1: that. I think it's 2018.
0: Yeah, yeah, you're right. So I know The Secret is on Netflix as of this recording day. Um, So Swing Kids is Korean. The Secret is Chinese. Right? Taiwanese. Taiwanese and my picks are Our Shining Days which is Chinese I don't think it's Taiwanese maybe it is maybe it's not
1: I think it is Chinese
0: it is Chinese yeah um that is 2017 I don't know it's also on Netflix as well 2017 I was right so there's two for two easy to watch and then my other one is Linda 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 which is a 2005 Japanese film um, oldie, oldie. I mean, yours are both. Oh, no,
1: mine's yours is
0: 1705 Whatever, it's cool, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> uh, yeah, for, well, for Linda, Linda, Lena, and Swing Kids, I guess you're kind of on your own. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know where you can watch Swing Kids.
1: You can find it.
0: You can, if you've been listening so far, you got your ways. Oh, it's, Swing Kids is on YouTube. What it says, watch free
1: probably some weird site
0: Nah, youtube has like the some, full thing the full thing i guess this is like the easiest get like it wild, get it get while it's hot yeah <laughs> it's not even that old it's 2018 yeah it's 2018 it must suck then wow. <laughs>
1: if, it's, if it's free so we'll start with swing kids Get the sucky one out of the we'll way. Alright. <laughs> no.
0: right. Good point. Good point, Lee. <laughs> <laughs> you can throw yourself one the bus like that. You're gonna
1: <laughs> regret watching it first. You're gonna be like, oh this is so good, I have to watch it four more times now.
0: Nope. I'm gonna I'm gonna watch La La Land to get the taste out of my mouth.
1: It's kind of like La Land actually. Kind of the so, style. It's,
0: it's a lot of saying. I love I love me some La La Land. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> what? So good, dude. If we were in America, if we were like an English podcast, I would totally. That'd be number one on the list.
1: I do like Damien Chazelle.
0: I would do both of them. I would do that and the uh, the other one. The Whiplash. Drummer. Whiplash. Yeah, that's a good one too. Whiplash is good too. Um. Yeah. So we'll do Swing Kids next, and I guess we'll just do The Secret after that. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> be that way. <laughs> we'll knock his terrible picks first and then we'll all praise mine later <laughs> you'll thank me We're guys you are gonna
1: regret watching it last
0: you know just don't even listen for the next two weeks just <laughs> come back on week three <laughs> uh yeah so swing kids on youtube no excuses see you then
1: bye peace